Hello there, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Sith List. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's scruffy looking? Less. Might wanna buckle up, baby. Smash you, King Kong. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And of course, Randy. Change? Yeah. Big change. They got your weekend geek covered. And you, you're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 395 of The Sith List. I am one of your three hosts. Three amigos here, guys. We are missing three. No less, no Randy, and no Boo. But hey, we're still here. We're still here for you. You don't have to be mad. But I do have the man that I call the king of all pods, you know him by King Tom Chansky. What's up, King Tom? I guess this week I'm Dusty Bombs. <laughs> yes, Dusty Bombs. And also the man... The man we call El Hombre. Eric Struthers. What's up, buddy? Dude... Man, that intro could not be more apropos. I'm still continuing my playthrough of Red Dead Redemption 1 on my Twitch channel. And that has by go. far been like the most popular thing I've ever done. <laughs> Playing a <laughs> video game that's 14 years old or something. People dig see, it, man. Yeah. Go on, guys. Uh, go on YouTube. Look up Eric. And Mouse Rat 2217. Mouse Rat 21 and subscribe and watch. They're pretty fun, man. They're pretty cool. So yeah, check it out. How's he, how are you doing, Eric? Man, I'm great. Listen, I know I told you I have like this story I want to tell, and I'm just going to tell yes. you guys right now. Yeah, you yeah know let's how, do it. Now listen, I hope this isn't a letdown to you, but this was <laughs> awesome for me. You know how I told you about this donut shop we always go to called Mr. Donut. It's the last yep. one in America, right? And right. it used to be a chain, and now it's only in Japan, and except for this one. Well, anyway, a local restaurant, this cool little brewery, they put out, and I know this has been done, but it is a bacon cheeseburger on a Mr. Donut, not just any crappy donut, but Mr. Donut glazed donut. And I went and had it for lunch today and oh my God, (laughs) people. That's amazing. That it deserves that. That sounds good. Power up. Yeah, that's Quite a power Quite good. I'm like, this is why food was invented, is this right here. Oh, my. If you've never tried oh, a, a cheeseburger on a glazed donut as a bun, you're missing. I've it. never done it. I've never done it. It is. Like, yeah, I know. It's like It sounds like the weirdest combination. I've but heard it's the, amazing. The sweetness with the saltiness. I mean, 
Oh, hang that's on. Like I'm going to go, like, go get one. I'll see you later. The county fair has nothing but that kind of stuff. When you, like the LA County Fair over here, the Orange County Fair. Oh, man. That's all it is is that kind of food. Uh, my stomach is still, I, I don't even know what my stomach would do because I'm still trying to rebound from the, the cleanse oh, yeah, that I had. The cleanse, yeah. So the cleanse finished and it was 15, 14 days, but I'm still, yeah, I'm still not 100% doing the things I used to do. Like I haven't, still not taken a sip of caffeine, zero uh -huh. caffeine. Wow. It's been good a, it's on been, you. Man. Yeah, it's been about 25 days now. Um, wow. I still have not. Um, trying to think of what else I have. No fast food whatsoever. Um, I hardly eat meat and, at all still. So yeah, no like sugar, try to stay away from sugars. Um, yeah. So wow. still doing it. So that would kind of, I would love it, but that would, uh, that would definitely kill me. Yeah. The caffeine thing. I'm actually pretty surprised that, you know, I've been drinking for the people that are watching drinking tea, um, but tea without caffeine, <laughs> like chamomile. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. A bunch, bunch of damn like shrubs and sticks in this bag right here. So, okay. Consume. Let me ask you this as a man who has yeah. definitely <laughs> developed a lifestyle of consume. For example, it is 1030 here and I've got yeah. some coffee right next to me that I will continue yep. to nurse through the podcast so I can like stay on, you know, that, that was me. How do you feel now after being off of it this long? Yeah. Do you still miss it? Or do you like, did your endocrine system bounce back enough that you can be like full on nerd like we do without it? Well, so for me, it's the, the action of drinking coffee that I miss the morning, putting it on drinking on my way while I'm listening to sports talk or podcasts about sports now. Gotcha. Um, and, and it's, and making, I have a Keurig in my office making that like, I, I miss that. Um, I do though feel better because I'm not crashing throughout the day. So mm -hmm. I used to crash heavy after lunch and I would just be sitting there and just be like, oh my God, I'm going to fall asleep or on traffic. Like that does not happen anymore, which is amazing because you would That's think that. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess my body was consuming so much caffeine that I was fiending for it constantly. Well, um, but it's, it's funny you say yeah. that. Because the, after I had that burger for lunch today, I am no yeah. joke. And now, mind you, I got like five hours of sleep last night because I was streaming. But uh, I 100% fell asleep at my computer. And I have no idea for how long. I don't think it was very long. But I crashed so hard that when I my eyes popped open, I was like, what year is it? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. so I get it, dude. Good on you, man. Yeah, it, it is rough though. Doing the uh, I was doing the bad batch last night, and you, in the caffeine, I would always have coffee with me during those twelve o'clock. Mm -hmm. Thanks, thanks Disney Plus for the twelve o'clock releases again. <laughs> um, but it, I'm editing at one thirty, and I was like, "Oh shit, I don't even remember what I edited for the last like fifteen minutes." Did I take away 10 seconds? Did I leave 10 seconds? Oh, crap. But it was too late. So I was I just rendered it and prayed to God that it would go through YouTube. And it did. Thank God. Oh, but that's good. That's where I'm struggling is late night because ca mm -hmm. that caffeine would help me. Um, but yeah, other than that, I feel great. I mean, I lost 10 pounds on it. Um, but trying to lose the extra 10 is is where it's is the trouble. So. Right. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, I did, unfortunately, I think I talked about this last week, I had to do Korean barbecue right after I was done. And then this last Saturday, my family on my dad's side got together. And we haven't got together in about eight, nine years. Um, and it was a wonderful time. Um, one of my cousins really sick, so it brought everybody together. 
and we had a blast, but we went to a Japanese all you can eat. And <laughs> so my the meats that I've been taking in are like extreme meats. Like I haven't had a sandwich, but I've ate a ton of like pork belly. Fucking oh my God. Two, yeah. So not good on my stomach. But other than that, I highly recommend it. Um, I think everybody should try it and go through it and see what your body can take. Because now Monday through Friday, I'm pretty much eating vegan. Like, I'm eating just like beans and and um, and salads and a bunch of quinoa and quinoa chili and qu- beans soup. And yeah, it's been cool, man. So far, Neat. so good. Yeah. I miss the shit out of like eating like, you know, double Western bacon with uh, Chris Cut fries from Carl's Jr. Hardee's. But whatever whatever we're going to brewery x tomorrow and it's usually our thursday night pizza night so i can't have that i'm not going to have that and i'm not going to drink beer i'm going to drink some seltzer so this is going to be lame but so you won't have pizza like even just say cheese with no meat yeah because i i really incorporated cheese once and it tore me up man oh okay okay so now i'm i now i'm afraid like i want it but i'm afraid so you know what that's like that's uh, like in Basic Instinct, where Glenn Cl- or uh, um, Sharon Stone is so hot, yeah. But you know she's probably gonna kill you. But <laughs> exactly. You're still, it's so hot that you're like, you know what, man, I might be willing to take the chance, bro. And I love cheddar. I love cheddar. And well, how could Lorraine's, you not? Lorraine has bought these amazing. cheddar sticks for for Lily, and she just sits there and eats and like looks at me like, <laughs> "You're a bastard. I can have this, and you can't." <sighs> Speaking of kids, by the way. Uh, yeah, parent parenting is tough, dude. Let me tell you. I, I, I've 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 gone uh, learned to realize this over the last four and a half years that what you guys were talking about, Eric and King Tom, back in the day, mm-hmm. I get I get it now. So I walk into my house yesterday, and um, from work, I was just in traffic for an hour. I get home and I see Malik. He's having a good old time, but what is he doing? He's coloring my floor with crayons, oh. and we have a hardwood floors. Mm-hmm. And I was telling him in the nicest way, like, hey, man, like, you can't do this. And he did not understand and he couldn't couldn't fathom why he couldn't make the floor a better color. It's a dull gray and it should be purple. And I was like, Malik, you can't do this. I'm just telling you, it's not this is not how you do things. Is we, we pick this color out. He's like, no, Baba, I it has to be a better color. Why do you not want it a better color? I can color it. <laughs> so, man, it just became a fit. Uh, oh, dude. And I was like, oh, I told him, I said, man, Bubba, I just got back from work. It's been an hour traffic. I don't want to get into it with you. Just just don't don't color the floor, bro. Please. Mm-hmm. And luckily, uh, by that time, Lorena came out of session and she was helping out. That's My one of son. those things where, like, you always want to try to and, and, listen. You, everybody who's listening to this show is probably like, "What podcast is this?" I'm but sorry. One, yeah. one of the things you need to do is explain the why. If you can explain the why, that's helps people get on board. Yeah, with I try. But when to. you're try when to. you're talking about kids, sometimes it has to just be look because I said so is going to have to do. Yeah, right that's now. how it happened at the you end. Know, that's that's yeah. literally the best right. we can hope for, and I need right. you to just take it. Exactly. Yeah. The other day, my son, he loves cleaning the bathroom. If, <laughs> if you give if, if you say it's chore time, he, he gets up to clean the bathroom. Nice. He was in there, and he took the stopper out of the sink, the, the bathroom sink, and he put his toothbrush down in, oh, into the drain. Oh, no, no. 
and he couldn't get it out, and that's why oh. he came to get me. I'm like, there were a few things you did that you should not do here. <laughs> <laughs> and you gotta keep your cool. Oh, yeah, okay, it's, that's that's, right. that's the toughest part. Like that's the toughest part. You either can't be furious and you can't laugh your ass off. Right. No. And right. whenever anything happens, it's it's always one of those two reactions, and yeah. you cannot do either. Well, for me, sometimes I laugh because it's so nonsensical. Yeah. What they're what they're what they're doing or what they're saying or what they're upset about that I chuckle and it pisses them off even more when I'm chuckling at them. So I gotta mm-hmm. like turn around and walk away. It's uh it's just a, it's a thing. It's a thing. That's tough, man. Yeah. It really is. Whenever you can't help but laugh. Yeah. And oh it does. It's like blind rage then. <laughs> it is. It and is. you don't wanna upset them. Like that's no, not no, ultimately no, no. your goal. But uh. Oh my gosh, dude. Being a parent is just the wildest thing. It's the craziest thing. And it's the most rewarding thing, obviously. So people listening, this is a parenthood podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. It's kind of like the bad motivators back in the day. This is yeah. This yeah, this is straight. I like you guys. Yes, yes, that's the only difference. (laughs) That's a running gag. I love Yes, it is. (laughs) That's a (laughs) I love cruiser. Dallas, he loves you too. And oh, and Dallas, but I'm just thinking of how when we ended, you know, it was just. Oh yeah, 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 right, right, yeah. Right. But because Hawes's joke, and that's where this stems from, is our good friend Hawes and Will are good friends. Hawes and Will over at Blue Harvest is that uh, Cruiser and I hate each other, and that's definitely not the case. No, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Well, it's speaking of speaking of somebody that um, ties with Hawes and also one of our great friends. Uh, who was going to come on tonight, uh, but Mike Pappas was going to come on, but had to be rushed to the ER for some colitis or stomach Ooh, problems and oh, spent man. the night in the hospital, but he's out now. He's doing well. Mike Pappas, we love you. Um, he sent me a picture. He's like, I'm not lying. I swear I'm in the hospital. He showed me a picture. I said, I don't care. It's all good, buddy. Yeah, dude, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. And John Hoey, guys. Bear. Yes, he was wrestling the bear. So <laughs> the bear got the best of him. Um, and John Hoey is going to be on from Resistance Podcast um, next week. Oh, rad ass, man. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, So we're going to have a good time with him, talk a little Bad Batch, talk about So we're going to try not to talk about baseball because we're both huge baseball fans. Um, and, 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 and he's a big Yankee fan, King Tom. Nice so. having, it'll be nice to have another Yankee fan around. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll have a good time there. And this is also, next week. Next week, next Wednesday. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And also, if you are a fan of Nick, who's been on here from Bayside, Nick Garbarian, he, they have a couple of new songs out and they're going on tour and the two new songs that are on Spotify and Apple Music and they kick ass. Oh, songs yeah. are great. I love the songs. Um, I was talking to him about it and they're going on tour so check them out at a uh, at a concert venue near you. Wow, cool, man. Yeah, all right, guys, check cool. it. Yeah, it's great. Check, check us out sithlist.com guys for all things sithlist and uh, also go on YouTube we're doing bad batch reactions. Les joined me last night. Uh, we had a good time. We'll talk about that episode um, soon. Um, we will not have boobits tonight, but we'll try to get you some kind of like pop culture information. But it might be a quick episode tonight um, until the boys come back. But um, I think we should get started with the box office. Unless you guys have anything else to talk about. Uh, King Tom, you good? No, I'm good. Great. This is awesome. Uh, Steel's going to be happy. Well, it still was pretty long. Mm-hmm. We'll start talking about Parenthood, I guess. But um, here we go. Hello there. This is Obi-Wan. Oh, definitely not the uh, <laughs> definitely not the trailer, guys. Here's Johnny. I know it was you, Fredo. 
Started the intro trailer there. Sorry, guys. That's Weekend right, box man. office results coming from uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Bob Marley, One Love continues jamming. Oh, you clever sons of bitches, Rotten Tomato. I get it. Jamming. Plus, Ethan Cohen's solo joint, Drive Away Dolls, is off to a rough start. And the new season of anime, Demon Slayer, debuted its first episode at number two. It looks like that this is happening more and more. Um, shows are coming on, putting their first couple episodes out. Um on in the theaters which i always thought was a great idea for season finales but people seem to be going to the movies to watch the first couple episodes of shows so uh we got bob marley made 13.5 million demon slayer made 11.5 ordinary angels 6.5 madam webb with six million dollars so and the other one what i was talking about was the chosen season four episodes four through six that um, movie by jesus christ i believe was out and their first four episodes around the movie theater. And I think it did fairly well. So um, this might be a kind of something that we're going to see more and more of um, in the future. I thought you said movie by Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Uh, that'd yeah, be no, even he, something. Yeah. <laughs> about Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. Yes. No, you, you said about, but I just heard it as. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, no problem. Did you guys watch anything at all? My wife and I finished up Mr. And Mrs. Smith. Okay. You finished it. Yeah, um, it's just one season for right now. It was very well done. I okay. I just wasn't happy with it. Mm. Not my thing. In the end. Okay. And the end I'm was glad I watched it, and I think a lot of people will like it, but there are reasons that would spoil it that I don't want to get into. Okay. All right. But you do recommend it. Yeah, I recommend it. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, Eric, did you watch anything? No, we're just we're doing a yet another rewatch of The Office, but watching the Super Fan episodes. Oh, cool! And totally digging it. And yeah, good times, man. What a great show! Well, that's a phenomenal show. Such a great. I've been watching a lot of the Daily Show with John Stewart's back on Mondays. He's he's doing the Mondays, and then he he lets the rest of the week to somebody else. But I've been watching those Monday Daily Shows, and it's so great to hear his voice and see his face back on the Daily Show. I used to watch that show every day when it was when he was on it. So if you're a big fan of the Daily Show, watch that. Also, I'm almost done with Blue Eye Samurai, and it is just a beautiful show, guys. I, I I've been talking about it for a couple of weeks. It's so good, uh, and you don't. It's not anime. Story is just fantastic. It's just beautifully done. The animation's just just awesome. It's a banger of a show. Check it out. Um, and then uh, I'm trying to think, did I anything else that has popped up? Just continuing watching Suits like crazy in the background and with Lorena, three episodes a day pretty much, just zooming through. And uh, love that show. And a spinoff is coming out, um, like Boo said. But other than that, I think we should just jump into some Star Wars talk. There is some stuff to talk about. So Thrawn, take it away. Greetings. This is Grand Admiral Thrawn aboard the ISS. Chimera, you are currently listening to the Sith List. I know a great deal about you because of this artistic choice. May warrior's fortune smile upon your efforts. It's always so good, man. It's always so good. <laughs> we got to get him back on. Uh, yeah, that would be great. Um, 
So, I, gotta have, I don't know. I gotta have if, he, do. if he's listened to any episodes, I hope he hasn't. He may politely decline. Yeah, I know. His publicist uh, might say, uh, no, sorry. So, obviously, Bad Batch is the big one right now. Okay. So, is, we'll get yes. to that last just so that we don't yeah. like gloss over this. But there's been a handful of things. Um, one of the most interesting things, uh, well, not just the most interesting thing, but Stellan Skarsgård was uh, interviewed and he was talking that he thinks that the next season of Andor will be out at the end of this year or early next year. But I didn't expect it to be that soon. So hooray on that. If that's the case, you guys have, I'm sure you've heard the same thing, right? Yeah. I heard the same thing. I also heard him say something about it's, it's, it's a very adult star Wars, mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah. Um, I, Oh, go ahead. I'd, I'd love it to be true, but seeing as how we're going to get um, Acolyte in Acolyte. June and then uh, Skeleton Crew maybe in the fall, I don't I don't know. I think they're trying to give him more space than that, but I'd, I'd love it to be late this year or early next year. Yeah, that is true. Well, that was going to be the next news, too, is some <laughs> stuff about Acolyte since we've got this release date. Um Amanda Stenberg was talking to, let me find the name of the magazine so I don't screw it up. Oh, how interesting. Magazine C. Oh. And I know that. And talking about how it, like, her, the load she's carrying. Let me make sure I get the quote exactly right. I definitely have been feeling a little more trepidation than I thought. I have a really, really heavy load in this show, an abnormal load, which makes me excited because, you know, that means... Um, and not the kind of abnormal load that you had, Araj, after getting off your fast. But, um, <laughs> but very abnormal. Uh, very abnormal. Yeah. The the, um, uh, the thing is, is that Leslie Headland was telling her that she's worked out this show with her in mind from the beginning. Wow. And when she went to pitch it, the concept yeah. art had her face. It's so crazy in it. And so it's like, oh man, no pressure. I just, I really need this to come out good, you know? <laughs> but um, anyway, that's pretty wild. I, uh, I don't know how that would be hard to take, I think. But yeah, that's a lot of pressure, especially because it's Star Wars, for God's sakes. Can you imagine I, the pressure that poor girl has? I think she's trying to tell us something with that abnormal load, though. Like there's something about her oh. or what she's doing. Interesting. Like yeah, I don't know. Just I, I read I read the 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 article and it it just stood out to me. Like it's not huh. a normal acting job or something. I don't know. I can't. Wait that's for this a, yeah, that's a good point. Um. So let me ask you this: We've got this release date, right? And there's still like no visual promotional right? material. When wow. when do you think we'll get a trailer for this? That's exactly the question I was going to ask you guys right now. I have no idea now. Like that, and people at Celebration last year in London got to see the trailer that you know we I always put out. You know that I finagled, but but yeah, when are we going to see it? I've, I've been watching the damn trailer that I, that we put together all the time. Because let's watch it mm -hmm. again. Shit. I'm oh my it god, it's right so cool. Your vibes. Come to see you. must not trust them. Maybe I should release this version. The force is YouTube. powerful. You? Yeah. Well, I'm I sure they wouldn't take it down. 
Yeah, right. It is hollow. In what respect? And watch the trailer we get. Is this exact? <laughs> <laughs> The footage that you have. That'll be it. Yeah. Well, this is what they saw um, at Celebration. It's what I'm showing for people that aren't watching and listening. And then I just straightened it out and put the audio through AI to clean it up. Because all you would... Yeah, there you go. This is about power. I shouldn't have out to use it. Oh, the lightsaber scene always gets us. Yes. And then I added that acolyte part myself. Um, yeah, maybe I should just put that out there. Because it's all potato cam footage that you have. Yeah. But you did yeah. a great job with it, man. That's quite yeah. commendable. Right. Um, Anybody my, uh, hit me up on Twitter if you want to see it. I'll, I'll send it to you. My excitement level for this is pretty high. Uh, mm. I'm real, real stoked on that show uh, this the concept king tom and i have talked about this at length and just like just the the concept behind it and the pitch for it i, I don't know man that's just it's a side of star wars we've never seen really and there's just so much potential i feel like it could sort of move to the same heights that andor did as far as like shocking people with the excellence of it but anyhow. and it'll be it'll be opening up a door to telling stories in a new new time right a new 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 point on the timeline which i think yeah is, is something that people want to see but they don't they might not even realize it yet right because we're so conditioned to thinking about star wars happening in this 50 60 year time period right yeah that's a good point man i never really like cons you know conceptualized it like that but yeah absolutely uh if, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, as far as the trailer goes, if we're going off the Andor trailer, um, Andor premiered late September 2022. The first trailer was like the first week of August. Oh. And they did, um, they re-released Rogue One in the theaters in late, Oct late August. And they had that five minute, five to ten minute clip before the preview of Rogue One. Gotcha. So if they're going to be doing something similar there, you know, they said, what is it, premiering June 5th, June 6th, they're re-releasing Phantom Menace in the theaters the weekend of May the 4th. So if they're going to do something similar oh. where they'll have a 10-minute clip, they'll do that. Then we would see the trailer three or four weeks before that. So I'm guessing early April. Yeah, that, that's that's probably a pretty That's probably exactly timeline. what it's going to do. And it'll drive people to go see it. Not that you need people to go see. Is the Phantom Menace going to be a, a like a couple week run, or is it just one day? I it's just I one weekend. It, yeah, just, just one, one weekend. weekend. Shit. And it's limited release. So, uh, like, I remember when they did what was it? Jedi was the last yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, it, it was very was limited. The closest the there was one theater in the St. Louis metro area. I'm yeah. pretty sure, um, or maybe two. But like the chain, I always typically go to AMC just because it's like my comfort zone. But um, yeah, there was no other theaters close now the thing is they've there's been no announcement of what theaters are getting it and when tickets might go on sale and i'm i would be really interested to know that's all but we'll see i think it's a cool idea and i'm glad they're doing it yeah yes yeah, so uh, 
I maybe I, that would be a fun one to take Henry to. My buddy Metsy and I would definitely go because you know we're like the Star Wars guys that we always go to the movies together, Thelma and Louise style. <laughs> but um, <laughs> well, so as we're talking about Star Wars movies, what an excellent jump! Uh, Cosmic Circus reports that the working title for the Mandalorian and Grogu is Thunder Alley. Really? Yep. Sounds like an 80s racing movie. Yeah, that's what I was like. Is this like a Mad Max kind of thing? That's interesting. They should do a cannonball run version of Star Wars. They mention in in this thing, and I'm getting this from Bespin Bulletin. Thank you for being awesome. Yeah, they're cool. Uh, It says, as mentioned in the Cosmic Circus report, Thunder Alley has been mentioned in the Star Wars universe before, specifically in the Legends novel Before the Storm. Thunder Alley was a region of space along the New Republic borders that several fleets rotated to patrol. Uh, in 16 after Battle of Yevon, blah, 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 second fleet, something, something, something. So stuff that's like not really been in canon. But right. uh, yeah, how interesting. And it mentions Leia specifically in there. So, I mean, that'd be neat, right? Yeah. I'd be super hip to that. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be rad. But neato bonito. Uh, there is some sad news. Yeah, EA has uh, officially canceled the uh, Respawn first-person shooter Star Wars game that people thought was going to be focused on like a Mandalorian. Oh, no. It is canceled. And that's that's all I know. Hmm. Um, This was... um, The news was today, I guess. Yeah, I I didn't even know that happened. Yeah, and huh. so Respawn, they're the same studio that were uh, did um, Jedi Fallen Order and right. uh, Jedi Survivor, and also Apex Legends, which is a big, you know, first-person shooter. And um, so you know it would have been good. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's canceled. Bummer. I wonder what hap- is happening. I, hang on, I'm. I just saw part of the thing I haven't hadn't seen before. It's always hard to walk away. Nope, there's no specific action. Um, Why? They just want to focus their efforts on new projects. So take that huh. for whatever it's worth. That's interesting. That could mean a billion things. But, mm-hmm. you know, they definitely make a point to say that, don't worry, it's not, they were doing a good job with it. It's just, it's not you, it's me kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And Outlaws <laughs> is supposed to be coming out at the end of 2025 or this year? This year. Ooh, man. That's it's what they're saying. Be- that's going to be massive. Jesus. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that'll be awesome. Yeah. Uh, be so apparently, and I didn't even see this, Araj, thanks for dropping it, that um, the Mandalorian and me, dude, excellent, excellent reference. Um, Thank you. The, it's going to be filming in California, which we I kind of expected. Yeah, and they got a record deal for a tax break, tax credit. I right. Think they were the second most money given to them by the state. And do you think that's what what drove that decision more? I mean, obviously, it's always a if you need it, to, you got to have a. I think it's got to be I profitable. Think, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I think this. If I'm not mistaken, I think I heard that the this movie is going to be filmed slowly. It was like slowly. I mean, all, basically all in the volume, um, or ninety percent of it. So I figure 
that if that does happen, um, yeah, they could probably just do it all there in the LA studio in the volume and uh, mm-hmm. be done with it. So, well, man, I don't know. Yeah. So, I'm sure um, there's gonna, they're going to be outside too, like they were, but I, yeah, I have a feeling that they just want to do it all. And, and Pedro Pascal's schedule is so crazy. And who knows if right. he's going to be on set, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's but, the thing, man. It, it would be a bummer for me to have a movie and, you know, especially since star Wars has been out of the theater for so long to not have his face in there. Yeah. Because he's I, such a big deal right now. It's, and I get it if they can't make that happen, but boy, I sure hope they do make that. happen. If, if they're going to make a film out of this thing, you're going to want right. one of the top leading men in Hollywood right now to show his face. Yeah. I don't think it's right. realistic to just yeah. you know have this helmet. Now, not that the helmet helmeted character can't be the main person, but I, I don't know. I think I mean, it's would, very easy. I mean, it, what they could do is have him finally join Bo-Katan's clan, and they're you know less conservative, obviously. Right. They're the, they're the California of uh, California, New York of uh, <laughs> you know Mandalorians. Well, the th- the thing with that though is that they've really made a point that she's sort of the bridge between the two, mm-hmm. but their way is their way, and it's going to stay that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know that they would go that route. I would think it would be more of a him in his, like, by himself. Pulling oh, his helmet I off. I see, you know, yeah. Like Having a break. Get, getting mad about how he handled something or... Yeah, something I can see along that too. those lines. That would like, be totally. a good way to do it while still yeah. holding that story true. Right. But um so before we jump into the Bad Batch, there was also some book stuff. King Tom, mm-hmm. you got the line on that? Um, so there's a book coming out next oh um sorry, there's there's a High Republic book coming out next week, but the mm. uh, the news in question, I have to double check the title of the book. I think it's this it one, right? Is, which one? Yes, the, the Living Force by Living John Force. Jackson Miller. Um, he wrote uh, the Obi Wan book in Legends. That was. Uh, Didn't pretty... he also write the first book in that was canon? Didn't he write the Hera? I think he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, uh, that, that so, was a good book too. By the way, yeah, it is a really good book. New Dawn, so, the New Dawn. So this book tells the story of pretty much all the Jedi on the Council, um, a short time period before the Phantom Menace. And they, it takes place on a planet, and they released like a map of the planet and oh. the first few chapters. I've not read. I don't usually like to read the previews without reading the rest of the book. Um, right. But reception seems pretty good so far. I think. Well, neat, man. Yeah. That's yeah, neat. That's cool. Yeah, the cover's cool. Yeah. It's got uh, for the people who can't see it. It's got all the except for Kitty Monday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. King Tom's hate for Kitty. Aww. Um, is cool. Yeah, you have all the the you have all the uh, Jedi in the council right there. Even um, even oh yeah, Yaddle's on there, right? Yep. Yeah. <sighs> oh. Yeah, I can take or leave that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so listen, let's talk about the Bad Batch. Yes. Uh, I really dug this episode. I think that, um, listen, it's going to be full spoilers. Just FYI. So yeah, guys, if you, you haven't watched it before, they, they, 
have done a good job of moving the story faster than I thought they would, first of all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't want to jump straight to the end, but the fact that the story got to where it did, the point of where it did by the end of this episode kind of surprised me, which makes me wonder, like, what are we in store for the for the rest of it? Yeah. But we, we see old Butthole Magoo, whatever his name is, um, Hemlock. Hemlock. And like, yes. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, that that's that's makes for a good villain. Yeah, yeah, he's a great great voice actor, by the way. Yeah, yeah. He does great. And for you guys that don't know, uh, I know I've mentioned this before, but if you ever watched It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, he was mm. Liam McPoyle, the kind of the buggy-eyed, like, oh, was hillbilly-ish. He really? oh. He's the one who lost the eye and had the eye patch with an eye painted on it. That's who does this voice, okay? If you saw his face, you'd instantly recognize him. He's you know, just a character actor. He's been on a ton of stuff. But anyway... Okay, I really like oh, what yeah, they've done good. with Omega, and the, like the maturation of her facial features and her decision making processes, and her ability to decide what's right and what's wrong, uh, and that they have her like stick into her own moral code so well. And seeing Crosshair coming around, I know some people are like mixed on that. Listen, we all knew he was going to come around eventually. But how that goes remains to be seen. But um, I'm interested. What did you guys think, King Tom? What did you think of this episode? I like you. I I was surprised that we got to where it got as quickly as it did. I expected a few more episodes for they're going to meet up. And I mean, I would have liked to have seen the next step. You know how they acknowledge Crosshair and how they are at at bringing him back into the fold. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they're not just going to leave him there. I really liked the story. Um, that it was telling I liked the planet. My only complaint is the same as last week's. Will someone please put some damn ass lights on? Oh my <laughs> gosh, yes. Yeah, it was yeah. very dark, man. It was very dark. It, the whole season so far has been dark. Yeah. That's for sure. And I wonder what that's about because I mean, I know it's taking place in dark darker environments for the most part, but some of it it doesn't have to. Like where it feels they like met. it's on purpose. Yeah. Where they met on that planet at okay, listen, at the end, Crosshair and Omega meet up with Hunter and Wrecker. And oh okay, for before I say what I was gonna say, the reunion of Omega and Wrecker was about the sweetest thing you're ever gonna oh, see. It was ever. So yeah. It was precious, man. But uh anyhow, so there it didn't have to be dark they could have made it any other time of day besides when they did but i don't know man but it, it is very dark crosshair Just coming like, down the ramp and seeing like cool. how's this gonna go and mm-hmm. he's always got that kind of sheepish look but i was so my son and i were watching this and he was asking why it was a big deal because you know we, we he didn't re-watch any of this beforehand and so, you know, he's trying to remember, well, what exactly happened the last time I even watched this show? And I said, you know, if you'll remember, Crosshair did this and Crosshair did this and da-da-da-da-da. And we've all happily seen him as the evil one, right? But yeah. ultimately, if you put yourself in his shoes, he was born and bred to do this thing for this cause. And, you know, you're... I was not in the military and I'm not putting anybody 
who is, I, I don't mean any disrespect by this, but what I'm saying is, is that you're indoctrinated and conditioned to follow this cause. And so in his head, I mean, he's, it's how nobody ever thinks they're the bad guy kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. He's like, listen, this is, what do you guys do? And he thinks they're just as wrong as they think he is. But we're looking at it from the perspective of we know who the empire really is and all mm-hmm. this stuff versus him who's had to sort of figure this out as he's gone, you know, and probably mostly because he wasn't as close to a Jedi personally as some of them were. Right. You know, that's probably mm-hmm. what had a lot to do with it. And I, I don't know. I've, I, I, <sighs> They always try to humanize the villains. You know, that's the popular thing. <laughs> but I mean, I if you think about it from that perspective, it's easier to see how he could choose that path, I guess. Um, am I being crazy here? Is no, this like, no, am I being no, no. too kind about no, this? No, no, it's absolutely right. And in most Star Wars things now are doing this, mm-hmm. right? I mean, mm-hmm. Boba Fett's been switched over and, and kind of become a hero to some of us. Right. Um, and we're going to get that with Acolyte, I have a feeling. Uh, right. So, yeah. Well, I mean, it, th- yeah. As cliche as it sounds, there's always two sides to every story. Yeah. Right. right. And it, if you do, if you put yourself in his boots, he he thought he was doing the right thing. And he was just shocked that his teammates and his closest friends weren't going along with what they knew was right in his eyes. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little more comfortable with him ultimately being redeemed and not having to sacrifice himself for the cause, but I I still think that's happening. Oh, I do too. Yeah. But if they decided not to go that route, I wouldn't be like, oh, dare you. Exactly. He's back in the fold. And a great example of of that is Lost Stars. I mean, if you haven't read it, check it out. Because that, that, that shows you, Claudia Gray does a great job of showing you both sides. Yeah. of of you know of the coin there well in okay and so like what's different say compared to like kylo ren as a villain mm-hmm. kylo ren knew he was choosing the evil side mm-hmm. he knew he was he yeah. knew that his desire was to hurt the very people that loved yep. him and that he loved he knew that was part of the deal and he chose that regardless versus you know what crosshairs up to it's like good soldiers follow orders well he's right that's what they do and yeah you should question them when if you think they're wrong but sometimes you know you have to trust leadership and anyway blah blah, and they were programmed to do it well sure yeah you know and anyhow i'm excited to see what happens i I'm just stoked on it. I'm glad this season's going the way it is. But yes, King Tom, I heartily agree that it would be it's nice too dark. if they would would brighten it up a bit. But it's very very born identity. Um, I'm talking about the soldiers and then Crosshair himself. Like uh, it, they've been programmed to do something specific, and to get out of it, you have to go through all kinds of different, you know, right things to do that. I like the episode. I thought the episode was really cool. And, and I love the fact that it's crosshair and, and uh, Omega, but man, like 
when we were watching it I, and she went back after Betcha, I was like, come on, like, come on, let's leave Betcha alone. Just get on the ship and get out of there and go see a, you know, Wrecker and a Hunter. Oh, Batcher. Is it Batcher? I thought it was yeah. Betcha. Batcher. No, Batcher. Like, it's he Batcher? Is, yeah, he is yeah. part of the Bad Batch. His name is Batcher. Oh, one no that, way. Oh, yeah, one it sounds batches. like she's saying Betcha. <laughs> yeah. Oh, betcha, so betcha. we have the closed captions on all the time. Oh, you do. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That'll, that helps. Um, I, it's wild, man. I, I never betcha, thought I would cool. decide that that's what I wanted to do was have closed captions on. But it's like, I don't think mm -hmm. I could ever go back. There's actually, a, I saw a survey and I think it was like 90% of Gen X and, and millennials, they watch everything on streaming with their closed captions. And I was like thinking, do I do that? I do that for every show. Yeah. Every show. The only time I don't do it is when we're reacting. Cause I don't want the, to right. be up there, but right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but every show. It's crazy. And I don't know what that's about. Cause it's not like I, I don't particularly read it, but sometimes yeah. I just need to, because I don't know if my hearing is a certain way, but also because dude, here's the deal. If I had to rely on hearing every line of dialogue to see what was going on ever since I had kids, I would have to watch an episode of something 5,000 times to right. hear all the dialogue. I always have to tell my son, as a matter of fact, I had to tell him today and it kind of bums him out, but I'm like, this is the worst commentary track ever. I need you to rein it in. I Sometimes it's okay to just watch the show. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. It's, it's one of those deals, man. So that's where it's come from. But yes, Batcher. don't watch don't watch Jeopardy with the closed captions because they give you the answers before <laughs> before you can that, spat it out. That is one bummer about um the closed captions is sometimes the punchline before will land in text before it does verbally yeah, shitty and that's like pff, come on you guys should have thought this through better but you know right so the, the guy that plays hemlock is this guy and you've yes. seen him you've seen him in westworld if you're a big fan of science fiction and hbo shows uh he was a big big character in westworld big actor big lead um, jimmy johnson what's his name J something johnson i think is his name it's jimmy something i know yeah, that jimmy, part's right jimmy something yeah jimmy simpson Simpson. Jimmy Simpson. There That's you go. It. Jimmy Simpson. Yeah. Thank great, you, great Tom. voice actor and great actor too. Yeah, you're right. He's a character actor, but he's been in some big stuff. Um, yeah. He's man, really what? funny and it's always sunny. Of course, yeah, everybody's I, really funny and everybody's it's always funny sunny. And really sunny. That's a pretty good show. Pretty good. S speaking of like what did you guys ever watch Westworld at all? I no, I have not. What a what a drop in from height. I mean, remember when that came out? Everybody was all about it for two seasons, and then it was just like what happened to Westworld? Like it's just finished, and we don't, I don't even know if it had a season finale. Or it probably did, but I didn't watch it. Aaron yes. Paul came on, and then I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, so I it don't know. Fell off. Yeah, I don't. Crazy. I do not know what's up with that, Crazy. but I know you know lots of people loved it. Yeah. Um, well, Bad Batch has been really good so far, mm -hmm. so I'm excited about it. I can't believe we still have like what 11 episodes left or something. Something like that. Yeah. So gonna, what yeah. is the, you know, some of the weeks there's going to be two episodes. Yeah. Um, so what's next week? King Tom, do you know offhand or, or Raj? 
Is yeah, next week a single ep or is next week a two-parter? Next week's a single ep. So next week's episode is called uh, The Return. So a lot of people are thinking this is going to be Asajj, but not necessarily. Um, uh-huh. But the next time we get a double episode is going to be... Um, well, I don't. It doesn't, oh, here we go. I think it's like the midway through or something. It's week, I remember week, seeing, weeks, episodes ten and eleven. Identity crisis and point of no return. Okay, that's going to be on uh, the third of April, which is our four hundredth episode, <laughs> which is kind of cool. We'll have two episodes to talk about. What do you think is going to happen to? Um, is it Nala Say? Is that her name? Yeah, Nala Say, and then also big props to that voice actress. Man, that she nails it on that tone and how she delivers the lines. She's great. Uh, I don't, yeah, it's a great question. Hopefully she doesn't, you know, they don't wring her neck. You know what I mean? (laughs) I think they're going to send her off to Exegol. Oh. To help with the. Snoke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mm. Well, we'll see. Are we going to see Snoke? Uh, I thought we were going to in I did the, too. the first week when they went in that vault. You know what's interesting is what I remember, mm. and I think this is true. You guys can back me up on this. When we watch Mandalorian season three and we get Hux's dad and they're talking about replacing some of the leads and he said, Project Necromancer will fill in that void or something like that or we'll, repl- we'll, we'll have replacements because of Project Necromancer. Mm-hmm. So... Does that mean that they are already using sentient beings as replacements? I don't know. I forgot about that. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. It sounded to me like they still didn't have Project Necromancer itself working at that point. Like they were still waiting for it to work. And... At least according to the, the Last Jedi novel, Snoke had been around a while. Like he w- he was there for the, f- the fall of the the Empire, not there in the galaxy, but he was out in the unknown regions. So, oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I I don't know if they're gonna. I'd I'd love for them to, to reconcile it and bring it all together and say this is what happened with this, this is what happened with this. But I don't I don't know that we'll get it. And you know they they can always change things that were mentioned only in the novelization they can always contradict that later on but if right, they stick right, to it right. yeah they'll say that you know snoke was out there for a few decades or whatever doing his thing right but you know now that you say that i think that it, it, it it's my belief they can say that the plan was to bring palpatine back all along i don't believe it Mm-hmm. I feel like the way they did it and there was no hint of it. And that's not, that's a rarity mm-hmm. in, in filmmaking that it's somewhere along the first two, there would have been some sort of hint, but I, th- I think they would just about have to do away with it because I don't know how you could retcon it. If well, Palpatine was, if Snoke was around and viable, you know, it's mm-hmm. we it seems like he was a creation, a lab creation versus 
just a clone of some dude, right? right? So I don't know, man. I don't know. You know, the what novel was it, King Tom? Was it one of the um, aftermath trilogy novels where everybody's like, "Oh, this is Snoke. He had some uh, this guy who had this name, and he was the one who got away and went to." Um, or, you know, was trying to get to the far reaches. He had stuck, snuck away on a ship and, and Palpatine took him under his wing. And yeah, Grand, uh, Grand Admiral Gallus Rax. That's it. Oh, from, Rax. From the Aftermath mm-hmm. trilogy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's it. At, which at the, at the time it made sense. Well, right. wasn't Rax the one that was kind of like, he was like rich and snooty and didn't he have a yacht, like a big ass cruiser or something like that? Um, he had his own, he was very snooty and a lot of people felt like, because he was big into opera. So a lot yes, of people felt right. like he yeah. was a stand in for Thrawn. Right. At right. the time. And, and his ship ended up crashing into, um, what's, what do you call it? Right. Did his ship end up crashing or something? Not, no, he, he, he was, um, so he was underground on Jakku because there was this Sith weapon on Jakku. There was a weapon yeah, on Jakku, Jakku which would have right, blown up right. the, the planet, right. but there was also an observatory back. plotting yes. the path to Exegol or plotting yes. the path to somewhere in the unknown regions. Yeah, and right. he was making trying to make this weapon work when he was killed by um Nora Wexley, I believe. Oh that's yes. that that sounds it's all right. coming back to me. Yeah. Yeah. It was it it was it ended up, you know, that that first aftermath book. I, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I think it, it got it got a bum rap because it was, you know, advertised as the next phase in Star Wars storytelling. Yeah. Right. And it was a good story and I don't think it was what a lot of people wanted it to be. If they had said that about – if they had given all that book's press to Lost Stars, which came out the exact same day yeah. – mm-hmm. It would have been a lot better because Lost Stars kind of retold the story of the original trilogy, but then it also told something – that happened after. Right. Yeah. 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 And the thing with the aftermath trilogy, if you've never read that book or if like a lot of people I know started to read the first one and just like, I can't do this because Mm -hmm. the writing style is very different. It's very stilted and it's like free form thought. You know, for example, like saying things like darkness, that's a sentence, you know, (laughs) there'll be tons of them and it's just one word. And it's like, yeah, I think like that in my head, but I kind of don't want to read it, you know. Exactly. And and because it's not told, it's not a, a first person book where it's the same character's perspective the entire time. So, yeah. but it's written in that style a little bit. So once I got past that and quit like fighting the like the urge to not like it. I ended up enjoying it. And then the next two books, man, home run on that trilogy. Very, very good. So, yeah, anyhow. it's a good one. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Thanks, man. I appreciate yeah, yeah. the Yeah. Giving us a 411. There's a lot of stuff going on, yeah. which is really I'm, cool. I'm especially bummed out about the first person yeah. shooter. You yeah, know, I, yeah. I want there to be so many Star Wars games that I'm like, oh, I didn't like that one. Right. You know, I want there yeah. to be enough and that I know there's another one right around the corner. Yeah. That's that's what I want for Star Wars gaming. But yeah. anyway. That would have been cool if, um, having the void of the movies, having these games, these stories mm-hmm. come out continuously without stopping. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You just can't do it. All right, so that is our Star Wars talk. We're going to dive into a little bit of news here and there. I'm going to try to do my best. Bits, bits, better be bits. Oh, yeah, it's bits, Mike. It's bits, I tell you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's bits. It's bits. Uh, I just kibbled my bits. Guys, I, you know, this is where we really take for granted Boo's expertise in journalism and his, his, you know, like I don't have his sources. So I'm going to go to Variety. I'm just going to go to Variety. Uh-huh. And we're just going to go down the most popular news items for the day. Richard Lewis, guys. we I just found out right before we came on, had passed away. Comedian and Curb Enthusiasm star. A stand-up comedian and Curb Enthusiasm star. And very popular in the 80s, by the way. Um, has passed away at the age of 76 years old. Um, he had a heart attack, unfortunately, at his home. Which is uh, what's awful. Lewis was announced last April... He announced that he had diagnosed with Parkinson's disease and was returning, retiring from stand-up comedy. He most recently appeared in, tw- in season 12 of Curb Your Enthusiasm, currently airing right now on HBO. Um, if you are a – people of our age obviously know how big Richard Lewis was mm-hmm. uh, back in the day. But unfortunate. Unfortunate. I met him once. He was a very nice guy. Oh, he seems well, like that's a nice neat. guy. Yeah. He seems like a nice guy. Okay, let's go down the list here. Um, let's see here. Oh, here we go. Naked Gun remake set for 2025 by Paramount. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and a Paw Patrol sequels are dated for 2026. Did you so, see who's starring in the Naked Gun remake? No, 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 no. Um, let me look here. A long, let's see, a long gestating reboot of Naked Gun franchise with Liam Neeson is finally moving forward in at Paramount landing release date of July 18, 2025. The currently untitled project will be directed, executive produced by Avika. Oh man, I just went to the Avika Schaefer, who co-wrote the drafts of Dan Greger and Doug Martin's reprising their partnership. Okay, so yeah, I don't know who was playing. Do Liam you know? Neeson. Yeah, you just said it in the thing. Oh, I thought it was. I said Le- Leslie Nielsen. Oh. Yeah, it's Leslie Liam Nielsen, Neeson. Liam Neeson. Oh my that God, I just wild. That is crazy. Yeah. I'm actually oh. interested if he's in it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's bonkers. I would never have thought. No, that he would play no. that role. Not in a million oh my years. God, <laughs> my gosh! And for your parents, Paw Patrol Three is coming out, which is going to be huge. I oh, saw Paw yeah, Patrol. Dude. I saw Paw Patrol Two in the theaters. It was uh, it was crazy, but. Wow, naked gun, guys. So let me let me get your take on this stuff. Yeah. Is there some part of you that I can't help but think, whilst that does sound neat, that it's like, can't we just come up with something new instead of everything being a reboot of something that was popular? Well, that's a great segue because my next bit of information is Jake Gyllenhaal says Amazon was always clear that the Roadhouse reboot was for streaming after director Slam Studio for skipping theatrical release. So your answer here is no, Eric. There is nothing original out. <laughs> uh, we are remaking Roadhouse. We are making, oh, and also there's a Ferris Bueller's Day Off spinoff. Did you guys hear about this? No. So I don't have it in front of me, but I know what the gist is. So it's going to be about the two dudes that stole the Ferrari for the day. And you, we're going to find oh, out exactly okay. what they did. So maybe we'll see Sloan and Ferris and, and, um, uh, what Pardon is it? my French, but you're an asshole. 
Yeah. Cameron. 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 Uh, we'll see them maybe like the back of their heads or something, uh, but it's going to be about them taking off and having a great day. And we're going to find out exactly where they went. So, okay. At least that's a, that's not a direct reboot, but it's like a spinoff. I'll, I'll take that. Uh-huh. But, but you're right, Eric. Everything is either a re- reboot or spinoff. Look, Dune 2 is coming out next week, I think. I think it's projected to do $180 million on, on the first weekend. It's been getting amazing reviews. Um, but it, that is a reboot also. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm. Yeah. Um, huh. That's... After yeah. Ghostbusters after that? Yep. I just want to say... And I watched the preview. Was that loud? Oh, my God. Was it loud? <laughs> yes, it it was. startled the crap out of me. <laughs> hey, don't blame me. Blame Ray Parker Jr. I can't help but blame you. I feel like you're directly uh, responsible. I was. I got to lower that volume. I I, I got to redo that video. But on, during that during the preview, I mean, during the trailer, uh, Paul Rudd at the end, have you seen it? Where he's like, busting. He's like, don't do it. I don't know who he's talking about. Oh, yeah. like, busting. Plus, it makes you feel good. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, I was like, hell yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah, but you're correct, buddy. Everything is a reboot of somehow, some way. Yeah. Have we just used up all the good ideas? I mean, not that, yet, evidently. Is Shit. that the, the long and short of it, I guess? I well, here's some other news, Eric. Pirates of Caribbean is going to get a reboot, it looks like. So okay. they're going to reboot that whole thing. Um, X-Men 97 does not is not connected to the MCU. Did you hear but that's that a reboot. That is a reboot. Retelling. Yeah, yeah, it is a reboot. It, well, it's not a reboot. That's just a continuation, correct? Because we end Yeah, technically it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're not rebooting it, but but you're right. I mean, there's most things out these days. That's why I think things like Stranger Things was such a breath uh, uh breath of fresh air because it was an original story. Um, it was an ode to all the things that we loved when we were kids. And I think mm-hmm. that's why it resonated with us. And then it also resonated with younger audiences as well. Right. And we need more. We need more of that, um, you know, that kind of thing. But yeah. So let me see. Let's go down the list here. Anything else that was Naked Gun? No, I guess not. I guess Sopranos are, no, I guess nothing else really huge i know that we talked last week about i think it was paramount and warner brothers wanting to merge and that deal is off the table Uh, it's not happening what killed that i don't know i didn't read the article i just you know i just heard it was off i do not know what killed it probably um taylor sheridan said no the guy that does the yellowstone stuff he said just no well, because so much you, power. you have to wonder at some point when these huge properties in, uh, manage to acquire some other major property, right? Yeah. That, you know, like antitrust laws start to become an issue at some level. That's why people thought the whole Microsoft and Activision deal might get the kibosh put on it, just because that's a lot of industry wrapped up in one company. Right. So I don't know. I, I'm of two minds about it. 
is it good? Is it bad? I, I don't have a definitive answer, but I just wondered if it was something along those lines, shutting that down. Right. I'm looking at the New York post here and it just says Paramount's globe global's list of potential suitors shrink Tuesday after Warner brothers discovery said it's no longer pursuing the merger talks with the struggling media giant, according to the report. Um, yeah, it doesn't say why. Doesn't well, say why. There you go. Interesting. Yeah. So there you have it. That's my version of uh, Boo Bits. I know it is not as thorough as Boo, and he doesn't. I didn't have the sources, and we didn't go off on some tangent because Boo usually has some like ridiculous things, and then we just go off on tangents. But well, uh, the main thing that I missed in your version of it, and they were very good. Don't get me wrong, but never yeah, once did you. you say, "Now we all know that." <laughs> yes, you know that everybody of, knows. Everybody, yes, everybody knows. knows. Yeah. And then also speaking of segues, or speaking of this, you know, yeah, I didn't, I didn't add that. I, I, I can't copy him. Yeah. You know, right. I understand, I can't, man. I can't do that. I do. But we do miss you, Boo. We miss you, Randy. We miss you, Les. Hopefully yes. next week you'll be yes, back with is. us and uh, to do it again. But I think that would that wraps up this episode, guys. The three amigos here. That was a plethora. Of, of, uh, of uh, pop culture, a plethora yes, yes. of pop culture. Yes, yes. Eric, where can people find you? Check out my other podcast, Dinner with the Healers. It's an episode by episode Bluey podcast I do with my family, and also catch me streaming on Twitch, Twitch.tv/slash/MouseRat2217. Yes, check him out. King Tom Chancy, King of All Pods. Where can people find you? You can find me on Patreon shows for our friends at Steel Wars and Blue Harvest and our Sithless Patreon. You can also find me on Blue Sky and Twitter at Tom Chansky, where I'll be uh, promoting my GoFundMe to buy the Bad Batch some lighting. <laughs> <laughs> or some animators that can draw color. Yeah, it's been, it's, it's been obviously purposely done. Maybe when they come out of the light and they all get back together, it's going to be more colorful. Maybe that's Maybe. what we're thinking. Maybe that's what we're thinking. Maybe Filoni... Has that in his, you know, even though Filoni is not the showrunners for this. Showrunner nope. for this. Nope. He is a consultant, though. Guys, find me at the Sith List anywhere where social media is found. Go on YouTube. Check us out on our Bad Batch reactions and any other reactions. It's going to be a good year. Just go sign up and click and subscribe. We'd love to have you. And also go to Eric's and click, this, click and subscribe. Yes, uh, yes. Yes, yes. So, guys, we'll catch you next week on episode number 396 right here on the sitless. My favorite, uh, one of my favorite solos by Alex Lifeson is this one. I think it's one of the most underrated ones. Eric, I got a question. When Getty's playing the bass and then the keyboard sometimes, and then he has pedals down there for his bass, and mm -hmm. he's constantly pressing those things, what is it that he's pressing? So those are actual synth pedals, and each uh, one is a specific like note. 
Oh, shit. And so he'll stand on those. And Alex used to do it, too, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, yeah, they've got these. Um, I can't remember who makes them because they'd use, like, Moog stuff, M-O-O-G. Um, but, yeah, those are synth pedals, and they'll use that to hold down a tone while they're doing some other thing. And that's how they're able to have keyboards and bass at the same time and all that. That's cool. One of the things that's cool about a song like this is that it really shows the depth of Rush's catalog and their ability. Like, you know, because this is pretty straightforward all in all. Right. As far as, you know, like, style goes. And it's, you know, 4-4 four, four for the most of it. Yeah. And the, the solo that's coming up is... Yeah. This and Working Man solos, I think, are two of my favorites. But, uh, but this one's very underrated because wasn't a huge song for them. It was one of my favorite songs though. But here comes, here comes Alex. There's a girl at a rush show, oh my god. saw them they had a washer dryer and in the middle of the show they would have their roadies come and take out their clothes and put in the dryer and then while they're playing they're rocking out it was awesome that's funny man yeah the amount of sound these guys made or made you don't miss they're not being three guitars you know no no and you don't miss you know honestly for the most part there's a complete lack of background vocals um yeah and they just they make so much sound that's amazing yeah it's crazy what album was that on that's on subdivisions gotcha i'm sorry that's on signals subdivisions a song on gotcha yeah the album that was right after moving pictures all right guys again we'll see you next week thanks for hanging out to the very end